What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of the Lockout Podcast. We're coming off hot from Jeddah Race this weekend. Woo! No, indeed. It was everything we could have ever wanted. A lot of politics oh, yeah. involved, on-track, off-track action. It was a pretty epic race, to be honest. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was. I don't know if it was everything we, we wanted, but it was enjoyable. As a McLaren it fan, it wasn't so much, but... It was uh, very too generic fan. but also expected. I don't know. How yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns. I think yeah. it was quite unexpected, to be honest. Like, I think, you know, there was all the chat about the race being unsafe and, you know, the whole race potentially being bombed. So yeah, that was... The fact that it actually went ahead. Yeah, that was pretty unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leading like, into I it. I feel like results... Well, for the top three results-wise, after last race, it was pretty expected that Max and the Ferraris were going to be in like on the podium. But yeah. for the rest of the grid, that was completely unexpected. Yeah, like, it was another mix-up. Yeah. cars finished. Yeah, it was another big mix-up in the sort of middle pack of the yeah. group. Um, and, yeah, we got to see a few different drivers shine through and a few others yep. not so much. Um, so let's cover the winners and losers of let's this race weekend. Let's do it. So I think before we even get into the drivers, I think a clear winner taking away a big gold trophy this weekend is Gunter Steiner. Oh, yeah. For his <laughs> comment he made. <laughs> and the Steiner shit. <laughs> in his post-race <laughs> interview. That was elite. Wait, what was the comment? He said... Last year, I would have fucked the whole paddock for two points. <laughs> <laughs> that was elite, That was the best comment I think that's kidding. ever come out of Formula One. Like, and yeah, and it's stock standard from him. He always He is a walking out. meme. I love him so much now. He is. Like, he's how just, do you not love him? Oh, he's yeah, the best. Honestly, that's gold. He's not wrong to say it either because given how they did go last year and the lineup they had, or even they the lineup they had awful. expected to come into with this year, yeah. and now where they are, it's just yeah, massive turnaround. Yeah, scoring points in two races after pretty much scoring none. Did they score any last year? I can't even remember. Uh, I don't think no, so. I don't no, think they, they did. didn't. Yeah, no. so coming into this year, two races in a row got points, so it's massive for them. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but okay. um, in terms of drivers, I think a winner for me. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but Perez. What do you mean? I feel like he was a bit of a loser. He really? lost that race. A definite loser in terms of losing out. Like he did. But he well lost out to luck, not not his sort of. No, he lost out to ability. Latifi. He did. Oh. He did. Go oh. Tiffy's back for yeah, Max Verstappen again. It was yeah. a <laughs> I saw that the meme. The amount of memes that I see, and it's like when he does the defense card or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. comes oh out. Oh, well, there's one yeah. where he's like, he doesn't like the race order, so he just changes it. Yeah, he just Crazy. picks and chooses who yeah. he wants to win the race. Yeah, there was the Yu-Gi-Oh card, and I also saw like the Uno wild card. Yeah. Like, oh, then Latifi's it. Yeah, Latifi's are just wild card for Max Verstappen. Like, just. Whenever he, he needs so him, well. he just comes out and wins Max Max pulls it out whenever, yeah. If he doesn't get a Red Bull drive next year, that's going to be such a shame. He's oh, putting all that effort for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you shot. mean about him being in the losing category because Be- you think about obviously qualifying was, you know, his first pole in his driving yeah. career. Took him 215 races. The Crazy. record for any driver to get their first pole that's in Formula One. That is, that, yeah, that's pretty decent. Yeah. I, I, I think it's worth celebrating. He, wins, he won on Saturday when he had qualifying. He was the winner then. But the second Sunday hit and he lost it. Loser. But to say like, he's a winner in the whole weekend, you'd only say it to someone who's overachieved. So he didn't win the race and you're saying he's a winner. It's yeah, because he you th- lost you think he's he didn't, he didn't lose the race. One, like he I still scored he massive points. No, b- but he should have won the race. He yeah. was on track to but win But the it. reason he didn't win the race is purely off bad luck. No. Yeah, well, he lost out. Like then In my eyes, he deserved to win and he didn't, so he lost. 
Right. And I'm gutted because I'm a big fan and I it really wanted bad, him to do well. It sounds bad, but like well, luck but is a really big part of racing. It is, Because yeah. you can be an yeah. amazing driver and just have shit luck. And how yeah. many times has something like that happened? Yeah, I mean, it happened exactly. again in the same race with yeah. Lewis later on. Yeah. But... Yeah. Apparently, it's a bit of a trend. A lot of drivers, um, when they get their first pole, they usually don't win the race. Is oh, it? It's a common recurring in history. Yeah, it must oh. just be some sort of weird thing they're not the um, sleeping with their crystals cur- it's the something. first pole curse yeah. <laughs> yeah they didn't charge their crystals <laughs> over the full moon it could be that yeah. as well yeah. but all of Mexico would be loving that and then <laughs> I feel bad for Latifi because remember after last year at the finale um, Latifi was saying that when he went to the UK he had armed guards with him because oh, he was worried he yeah because yeah. of the abuse imagine if he goes to Mexico now he will get killed yeah Mexico's a whole other murdered. ball game. like there is a <laughs> bouncy on his back now because of that like yeah. he, would have, he would need an entire him. like army of bodyguards just surrounding him so that no one can get in and attack <laughs> I him I personally don't see isn't that crazy like yeah. you, you, the poor guy he's obviously got a crap car and he's he's trying to battle driving a pretty shitty car I yeah, I mean... Yeah, but you ruined the race for a guy who has the entire like country of Mexico backing <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, on his like, first yeah. goal. <laughs> You're done, mate. You have yeah. a massive target now. Yeah, it's game over. If he ever does go to Mexico, I think He's it's game over. ruined. Yeah. Yep. And he hasn't really had a good run. He, he crashed in both qualifying and the race. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't know if so much if it's the car or maybe the driver. It could be. He could be the next Mazepin. Well, if you... Oh. So, he, so, sorry, he crashed in yesterday, uh, yesterday and last week. Uh, yeah, he crashed in both qualifying and Monday. the race. Yeah. yeah, but yesterday was our race. Well, that's when we get it. Yeah. And yeah. crashed in the last race of the season. So he's actually had three crashes in a row without actually completing a race. Yeah. That's he's in form. He's really <laughs> he's on form. Yeah, right? I only yeah. thought of that. Yeah. He's uh, making Albon look good. Even though Albon's yeah. still <laughs> crashing into someone <laughs> else too. Yeah. yeah. What about the other winners? All right, who else we got? We got Leclerc and Ferrari, which, you know, oh, yeah. is, so, you know, Second race in a row, you've got to give them some credit. They're, yep. um, you know, another double speed. podium. Yeah, yeah, they look so They've got, speed. They're doing so they got well. consistency too. Yeah. They're racing yeah. well. And I, it makes me happy because over the past few years, even I was starting to lose faith in them being like, <laughs> Ferrari was a top tier team and now they were like, mid- then they became midfield like over the past few years. Like they weren't doing great. Yeah. They, were have to, they were having to battle like McLaren and things like that. Yeah. But they should they have been. They should have been, you know, in the top two, and they weren't. They yeah. are looking back like they used to. But I'm you know so how we're talking about, about Perez and how he's not a winner because yeah. of his luck. You could kind of say Leclerc got the lead because because of, the of same luck. luck. Yeah. So yeah. is he a winner? But what because I, of luck? What I actually would say is, and Ali would be loving this. It's a shame <laughs> he's not on here for this part <laughs> because I was watching the race yesterday, and honestly, the battle towards the end between Leclerc and Verstappen. That to was an me, epic highlighted just how smart and just like switched on Leclerc is. Like, yeah, you can't take it away. Verstappen, mad driver, like he's just an animal. Yeah, but Leclerc is like he's just so smart. He is. He makes very strong strategic strategically. Decisions, yeah. He's just so switched on. I reckon he's a cut above Verstappen. Like he was yeah. playing these games last week in in Bahrain. And what the whole DRS? The game. whole the, the yeah. DRS game. Max is playing it too. He's caught yeah. up now. He caught yeah. on to it. Yeah, but Max it's taking was calling a while. it unfair. Well, yeah. like he, he was started to catch up. Being like, that race. is so unfair. And it's like, what are you doing, Max? Yeah. Stop complaining. But everyone was celebrating like it was their karting days again. Like it wasn't. Everyone was just talking about it in like such a nonchalant way about like the battle and then like Max winning. There was all the footage. It was more of just a fun way. Days people being well, like, yeah. oh yeah, like this is cool. Yeah. Well, I think the karting reference was because there's a lot of back and forth. Like in karting, you can overtake but then you know easily get taken over yeah, on the yeah, corner exactly. after so they yeah. were saying that 
Yeah, it was a bit of a throwback to their karting days. It's pretty good though. But um, I, I feel like this is the new era of like Formula One. Is these new drive like the younger well, drivers meant are coming to be in and getting more into com- their prime? Competitive in this. Oh, I, I thought yeah. you meant the cars as well. Just yeah, in the yeah era, that just as well. But like, yeah. it's cool They're seeing be the young drivers now start taking all those like getting into their prime. Yeah, and taking all the wins. I think that's for me why this race was so good was because we sort of is the first time we've seen what these cars are made to do. Yeah, yeah. you know their ability to drive close to each other and you know, get battle. overtaken and, and not battle. be that not be it. You know, yeah. you can come back and, and the fight back. The only thing I don't and it's got nothing to do with how the cars are being built, I think it's just the layout of the circuit, but like the really like sequential DRS zones and it's like like what happened last week and happened very similar this week was just you overtake on the first one, you overtake it on the second yeah. one. It's almost a guarantee. Yeah. So I think well, they, they probably the, need well, to like change and that. The C, um Hamilton were having that battle where Magnuson let Hamilton Magnuson go past because he knew just like straight away. Straight away, he jumped him on the next one. So yeah. how embarrassing and is some that? Pe- some people don't with them. <laughs> oh, the house, I know it hurts. <laughs> some people really don't like the fact that you, the drivers are now slowing down into DRS zones. Like they're that's what you know Verstappen and Leclerc were doing yesterday. They, they were like at one point down. they're both locked up, they locked mm. up, yeah, both trying to get you know be the last person into the DRS zone, so they got yeah. DRS. And some people are saying, you know, that's not Formula One racing. Yeah, um, but but to be honest, Jeddah is a different track completely. Like they're you're pretty much full speed, like eighty percent of the track, the whole yeah. way. And I'm saying that like they were only able to do that because they were separate to everyone else. Like if they were, yeah. if there was cars closer to them, that w- wouldn't have been an option. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have been able to play those games. Yeah. I think it's part of it. I mean, maybe that's the way it's going. Mm. And we're like, but the fact it. that um, the fact as well that we got to see Jetta, you know, at the, right at the end of last season, and then compare that with the old cars to this season with the new cars, you know, there's a big difference. Last year mm. there was yeah. a lot, lot more crashes, a lot more DNFs, yeah. yeah, um, a lot less overtaking. We yeah. saw so many overtakes. To be honest, we did have so. quite a few DNFs though this year. Like, yeah, but they yeah, weren't but not like necessarily because of crashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we had a couple of reliability. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Danny Rick. And Mick Schumacher, obviously, that was a pretty horrific crash. Um, Similar to the one he had last year. Yeah, And I, d- I have put him in the times. loser column this week. What do you think about that? Yeah, like how do you go to a track two times and then both times you crash out? You know what's yeah. good? Consistency. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> He's on form too. <laughs> He's yeah. on too. Give me form cards. Yeah. Box Bailey. Box. Bailey's in the pits. I'm off. See, See you later. guys. Welcome back to the pod, Arlo. Gentlemen, Welcome back. how are we? Good, mate. Episode three, we are talking about... Winners and losers, and we were about to get on to losers, but I would love, before we move on, to get your opinion on Ferrari again this weekend oh. and the battle between uh, Max Verstappen and Leclerc. What can I say? It's been uh, it's been two races, and we've had uh, four four from four in terms of po- potential podium finishes. So it's unbeatable form. It really is. Yeah, very very unlucky, I think, for Charles to finish second. Um, yeah, I feel like that safety car on lap 48, I think it was, really stuffed his only chance to get back at max. Yeah. But that being said, that battle was unreal. It was epic. Yeah, like yeah. hook that to my veins. If that's what we've got all season, I'm, oh. I'm so ready. Yeah. But he was also <laughs> lucky to get the first safety yeah. car. So yeah. I think it balanced out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That are, uh, yeah. I think he was deserved of a podium sitting, but... Yeah, no, there was that feeling first. there that he slightly yeah. got robbed by Max, but Max was also quick. So oh, Max was unreal. You've got yeah. to give him credit too. I, and d- I did pick him to win. Yeah, You did. <laughs> you yeah. did. Another week, well. mate, and you're two out of two pretty much. So yeah. you got to start putting bets on this weekend, I reckon. Well, as soon as I start putting bets on... Uh, That's the it'll go out the window. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. 
for sure. But um, talking about losers, you know, we we're just chatting about Mick Schumacher and how he crashed in Jeddah last year and this year. So he obviously doesn't like the track at all. Yeah, that was rough. That was a big, big that hit. Was, that was Pretty a scary. 33G crash. Oof. And most people, including myself, would have no idea what that feels like. No. Um, but that's a lot of Gs. That is. That is. That's I feel 33 times your body frightening. weight. Like, that was like, watching it, I was like, Gs. Like, you'd think there'd be a lot of damage done to him, I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. So, amazing that he's out of that. I mean, it just shows how well built these things are, but crazy. That's 100%. Like, there's the safety in those cars, considering how fragile the bodywork is. Yeah. Is amazing. Well, like they were saying like supposedly it's meant to break apart like that yeah. to kind of, I don't know, soften the blow. Yeah, it absorbs yeah. the impact. So it looks yeah. like really intense and crazy on camera, but that's the purpose and the process of it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it was yeah. strange to watch. Apparently it cost Haas over a million dollars in car repairs. <laughs> yep. So well, that's uh, why he didn't race on, a <laughs> yeah. on, on race day. They're yeah. going to be sending a little letter to uh, your old guy begging for some more money. Ma- yeah. To Mazepin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Nicholas Latifi again was a clear loser, um, mm. crashing again. We sort of covered that, but um, yeah, he had a shocking race. I, I think, think Williams um, overall could just fall into that. Yeah, yeah. two DNFs. Yeah, just yeah. nowhere near it. Yeah, they're doing having another shocking season. I feel like they're the only team that haven't really shown any development since last year. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've like plateaued at the bottom. Yeah. They, yeah, they've plateaued because yeah. there's been movement either way. Like McLaren's gone backwards and say Haas has gone forward, yeah. but Williams just been consistently shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And uh, Lewis Hamilton too, he had a bit of a shocker. Mm. Worst start to a season in 12 years he's having after two races. Yeah. It hurt to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it hurt to watch. I mean, he's Saturday. Yeah, it stank. Like Saturday was bad. Saturday yeah. was bad. <laughs> really bad. But... Out in Q1 Race. for the first time in uh, since 2017. Yeah, like... Shocking. <laughs> terrible for him, but come the race, I was watching it and thinking, like, this, he's pulling a result here. Like, he's, yeah. he's going to be not far behind George, which is amazing considering how it all panned out. But, well, lap yeah, for lap, their times were pretty car. similar. He was just further down and got really unlucky with that first pit stop. Yeah, with the pit yeah. lane closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they caught him into box, and he just passed the pit lane. And, he's it, gone it, was, like, and it was only like <laughs> not. It was like a hundred meters, and I was watching it livid, thinking, "Far out, man! Like, yeah, can't catch a break." But but his brain must have been elsewhere. I feel like from qualifying, if you're qualifying, you know where he did in with P13, I think it was. No, it was like 16. No, 16. 16, 16, 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. It was Something bad. is off. You know, the fact that George could finish P5 in that race, mm. um, I don't know. Maybe he was just scared of the missiles or. Oh, I don't blame yeah, him. Someone was playing on his mind. I did not blame him. I man. know he's a seven-time world champ, but do you think he might be starting to feel the pressure from George? He could be. He from really George. could be. Yeah. I think he's been outdone twice. Oh, no, sorry. He was on the podium in, in no, race no, he, one, but yeah. he got absolutely pumped in this race. Yeah. You yeah, know what? No, if no, I was Lewis, he, what would hurt more is the fact what Bottas has been doing. Yeah. The fact that Bottas is an alpha beating him. He's out qualified. No, I reckon he'd be cooking more about George. I reckon he's actually got a bit of a soft spot for Bottas, but I reckon the George thing, yeah, cooking. But in saying that, Saturday, George completely outdone him. But race day, Mm. George done the job and started started in a good position, finished in a good position because he'd done the job. But in terms of like, as a viewer, performance, I thought Lewis was driving freaking well. Like, he moved his way up and... Was just sort, of, sort of on what you were saying, we've actually got a question uh, from Instagram. 
from uh, William TX Sierra. Interesting last name, can't pronounce it, unfortunately. He <laughs> asks, do you think this is the beginning of the end for Mercedes? In oh, terms no. of their Mercedes era and, you know, no, just because the they have hybrid. so much money, I think they can turn it around. Yeah, yeah. but there's the cost cap. They yeah, can't yeah. Throw infinite and they can't do much of their engine. No, no, yeah. I don't think they're going to recover this season. I think this season is brown for them. Like, yeah. I, mm. it's Ferrari <laughs> and Red Bull. It looks like it's Ferrari, but mm. I think they can turn it around. Like, I don't think they're going to become a Williams in the next ten years. Is my point? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just less doubtful purely based on the fact that all the Merc engines have been doing pretty shocking. Yeah, that there's something yeah. to say in that. I don't know. You know, there's some things you can fix, but. If all the Merck engines and you know all the teams using Merck engines as a supplier are doing bad, are all doing bad, and you can't do much to change that engine, you know all the engine locks are now in for the yeah. rest of this season, or is it for next season too? I think it's this season. Yeah, so you can't really make any major adjustments on the engine. You know, if that's their main issue, there's not much they can do about it. Yeah, I don't know. 2022, it's teething year. Yeah. You know, new cars. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's it the easy. end of the era. Um, I mean, they've they've taken a gamble. I mean, every team's taken a gamble on the design brief. Um, it doesn't look like it's gone their way yet. That being doesn't said, there's like, what, 20 races left? Mm-hmm. It's really early to call yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's, um, but, yeah. I would never count them out. I mean, even in what's meant to be a bad year for them, they've already had Lewis on the podium once. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I wouldn't say it's the end, but if they don't pick it up quickly... They're going to uh, fall behind yeah, very quickly. They're going to fall off real yeah. quick. Yeah, for sure. Good question, though. Yeah, great question. Mm. Um, please, guys, if you have any questions, please send them in. Um, comment on our Instagram post or we put up a story post uh, before each episode. So send them in. We'd uh, love to get you guys on the show for these questions. Um, lastly, before we wrap up this segment, let's go over participation ribbons. Um, I've got three guys in mind. I'm keen yep. to hear what you guys think. First one is Ocon, uh, P5 in Jetta oh. qualifying and finished P6. Strong. I I don't know what it is about Ocon, but he just like cooks me. me eh? <laughs> and that battle between Alonso, I was watching it like, piss off, mate. Like, <laughs> if I was Alonso, I'd be on there saying, get this guy mm. off my tail. No, you know nah. what? Fair play oh, to him. I reckon God. he was it a was winner of the week. I agree. I think yeah. Alpine in general as well um, were... Yeah, but I winner. reckon they could have done mm. better if they hadn't a waste like all right, in terms of everyone else in the sport we watched it thinking mad like the, the battling's cool but if I'm an Alpine fan I'm thinking you've just let Bottas yeah. keep up you've just dropped off from uh, George Russell you've let Magnussen catch up yeah, but what so are you going to do just like let the guy behind you through because it, well, it wasn't sure they like they had a you know, it wasn't like one of them had a clear pace difference over the other they were fighting each other because they were pretty close on pace yeah um, and they had to fight it out to work out who was quicker and I feel like earlier on in the race, you know, the people from Alpine were like, look, it could lead to a crash, but, you know, we've got to let them fight. That is racing. Yeah. Okay. I agree. They let them fight, but I just think it went on too long and then it just had a bad effect on them. Like it, it ended up. We'll see if they, favors. we'll see if they still do that towards the end of the season when they're fighting for a, a position in the constructors. On the constructors exactly. yeah, yeah, when it gets heated later on in the season, it's a whole other question. Yeah, very different ball game then. But, yeah. I mean, race two... Um, Let the kids play. Yeah, as much as I think Alonso is their number one guy and should have been given priority, but that's just my personal bias I towards agree. him. I agree. No, I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Um, I mean, 
they both got a point to prove and they were both pretty evenly matched. The car was good and it was a shame that Alonso couldn't finish the race due to a, a failure of some sort. But um, Yeah, that was a big shame. That was big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought Ocon did very well. Yeah, I did too. Um, and my other participation ribbon goes to Gasly, um, who finished P8 after starting in P15. Mm-hmm. And he had stomach pains that he was... He was stumbling out the car. The yeah, he said, I had the feeling like every left turn there was, someone was stabbing me on the inside of my intestine. Jeez. Uh, never a good way to drive a car. No, <laughs> it's not. No. And the I fact that he could hold on on that was pretty impressive. I saw yeah. footage that they actually had to help him out of the car at the end, so I, I heard that he was pretty crook. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So he was getting stabbed in the stomach. Big effort. Yeah, that is, that is a big effort. I probably would have given up. Yeah, well played. Stomach pain is the worst. Um, and a question before we move on from uh, James Burge. What plays the biggest role in determining the results of a race? He asks. Is it Ooh. the driver? Is it the team? That's oh, that's good. I'm going to say, I want to say it's the car. Yeah? Yeah. Like, for example, Mercedes, you got an eight times world champion. Seven. So seven times world champion, soon <laughs> to be eight times world champion. I'm going to say in the next oh, couple of years. Oh, come off it. He... Should be doing great. If like if it was just a driver, he'd be winning the races still, or at least on the podium. And he's not. Yeah. Uh, and then you can have, say, uh, Ferrari with signs still and like a decent driver, but he's not. He's not world champion material in my eyes, and he's yeah. on the podium now twice in a row. We'll see. He's definitely not world champion <laughs> material. But that's yeah. where I say it's the car in the end. You reckon yeah. the car? I think it's, it's got the most um, influence. I'd say. So by saying that, you're just like tarnishing all of Lewis's championships by saying. Yeah, it's I, the knew, car. I knew. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I knew. I knew saying that yeah. it was going to come back. Come and back bite to bite you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I said it has the most influence. I'm not saying mm. it's. It's not the only it's reason. Not the mo- like, yeah. It's not the like. It's not the only defining factor. Look, there are a few factors. Obviously, there's the car. There's the driver itself, uh, himself, because um, as world class as all these guys are, there is still a big difference between the best. To, like the best tier of drivers in F1 and the, the worst tier drivers of F1. Um, you've also got strategy and you've also got the track. Mm. Um, the track can be suited to a car better than another, even though one car might be better on another track. It's yeah. and We really also, saw yeah. that last year with Merck and Red Bull, right? Yeah, like mm. Red Bull and Merck were stronger at different tracks. Yeah. Um, and their you know power really came out. It's Wait, so what's your answer? Then? It's, hard, just to pick, it's like hard to pick one because obviously, yeah, there's the yeah. car, there's the driver, it's there's all the track, interlinked, really. There's the strategy, and then there's like that fifth element, which is like just that little bit of luck. See, I think it's just one thing. What is I it? I think it's just Latifi. <laughs> he, is, <laughs> he is the only thing determining the race result. You know what? I think you're right. I actually have to agree. <laughs> yeah, he's the defining factor yeah. in in the race. He's yeah. that he's that lucky eight ball. You just shake it, and well, he's that Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh card. You pick out. Yeah. But um, moving on, guys, we've got to talk about something that has been a hot topic since the start of the season, mm. more so coming into Saudi Arabia, um, talking about how cash is king for Formula One. You know, we had the big controversy at Jeddah that we brought up last week in terms of the fact that we were just racing there in the first place with all the humans right, human rights records yeah. um, and the fact that they are literally in the middle of a war um, such yeah. a red hot place that such place. a red hot I place honestly quite can't literally yeah. that they raced like the race went ahead like yeah. that is ridiculous yeah and um, they you know they had the big meeting um, well they did have the big meeting and then I heard supposedly they had that chat and then after it they were like um, I don't know who the representative was but someone from Saudi Arabia whether it was a government or whatever was saying something like 
you can leave, but good luck getting out of here. Like, oh, yeah. Just a blatant threat. Like, what? Yeah, the like, how? Is what? That about? It's like, you're free to go, but good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, are you, like, that wow. is unwell. That, that is, is seriously unwell. Like, yeah. yeah. What were they thinking? And, and yeah. Yeah, no, and like, oh, it would have been good. You know, I was thinking about it actually before. I was like saying, I wonder how, like, Lewis Hamilton's always been a bit of an advocate, like, for like yeah. social causes and stuff Same like that. Same as Seb. Well, th- that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, I wonder how these conversations would have gone ahead and if there would have been, like, Maybe like someone like Seb there. A more bigger reaction if someone like Seb was there and they would have been like, I'm not yeah. racing. Because you know I feel like I mean? he would be such a powerful figure in those yeah. conversations, right? Because he's had all that experience. Exactly. Yeah. He's got, yeah, heavy influence and he isn't afraid. He doesn't shy away from it. So I reckon mm. he would have said, nah, like I'm not racing. Yeah. And then I wonder what would have happened. It would have been interesting. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a double-edged sword for me because I feel like on one hand, yes, there are all these issues going on in these, in these countries, these cash rich countries that are, spending the money to have races there and and these big global events but on the other hand because of these global events going to these countries it's helping to shed the light on all these issues that they're having internally that's true and there's there's conversations happening about these issues now because we are racing there if there were no world events in a country like saudi arabia how aware would someone like you and i be to the issues going on there that's a very good point so it's like on one hand yes obviously it's still very sketchy to go there given what's going on but on the other hand because we're going there we're learning more about the place and getting a better insight into what potentially can be done to i guess resolve it mm. yeah but if okay so for example if there hadn't have been the attack the missile attack on aramco yeah. would we have heard about the war that's going on it would have just been brushed under the carpet but that's what made it so dangerous was it was targeted to a major f1 title sponsor so mm. yeah you know it would have been a nice little double-edged sword if they hit uh, the actual F1 race as well. That would have been ridiculous. That would have yeah. been fucked up. But um, they didn't help their situation, the Saudis, um, because there was apparently a Saudi fire marshal. I don't know if you guys heard of this. That uh, uh, tweeted. The tweet. Yeah, he tweets, I hope he, meaning Lewis, has an accident like Romain did in Bahrain. Oh, wow. And he, <laughs> yeah. got, he got booted straight off the bat, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that. did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they... I'm not surprised. They yeah. would have pinned him, surely. They've been because yeah. that, yeah. that's what I, what I had read was that this guy got booted, and then when I looked into it, it was because he made some stupid tweet yeah. like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's not. That is they're not really it. not helping their cause. Eh? No, they're, they're not. Just, <laughs> it's like they don't want us to go back. Exactly. Next year. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but another bit of news that came in earlier in the season was the fact that they're trying to bring in 30 races instead of 24. They're trying to up the ante even more. Man, I'm never going to sleep. We don't even have to do anything. We can sit on our couch and just watch it. Whereas, you know, all the drive, I feel bad for the drivers and everyone moving the cars around and setting up the tents. The mechanics are going to be so overworked. Oh man, 30 weeks of a year. That's And also like you're paying more, like the season just drags out. You got to pay not just your drivers, but your engineers more. No, James, no. Mechanics call you in, man. Welcome back to the Couch Belly. Hi, can we just acknowledge that Hamilton was like banging on the door of pit lane to open for that entire race? He was. And he it was like a little girl just trying to get <laughs> into like all the candy. Yeah, let, <laughs> me pit. let me pit. Let me go in. Give me new toes. <laughs> but so yeah, we're talking about the amount of races that we're going to do? Yeah, do you want 30 do? races? Do you want to get like up at 4am for 30 times in the year? Like I would, but I wouldn't. It, like it takes up... So, like mm. I love this sport, but it takes up so much time of your weekend sitting there watching practice one, two, three, qualifying... And then the race. Depends where they are. And they're all at ungodly hours. Yeah, like, they really are. It's yeah. ridiculous. If so had, for us in Australia, yeah, yeah. it's not great. If yeah. they had more in our part of the world, like 
Give New Zealand a race. Our part yeah. of the world. Yeah. What <laughs> about, it's only us. What about Tasmania? I'd love to see a race there. You could pretty much race over the entire island. It's that small. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no. They should... Um, I don't know. Because it's a difference... I guess there's a difference between putting on a show and what the fans want mm. versus what is probably best for the drivers and letting them have the say. Because yeah. Yeah, they absolutely. are the ones that are competing. So, if you, no offense, if you annoy them too much, like they're going to start getting protesting. Angry. Yeah, getting yeah. angry. And, and that's protesting. the thing. It sort of seems like the where this is coming from is the promoters. You yeah. know, the promoters yeah, are saying, probably saying we can make X amount of more money from bringing in an extra six yeah. races, um, you know. And there are there are some more benefits, you know, more jobs, more sponsors, wider audience, yeah, um, more engagement like, with weeks about, off. But then think about all the negatives. Think about the drivers and all the crew and everyone's families, like yeah. people who are constantly on the road for F1. And yeah. their families back at home. Off like, season gets shorter. Yeah, yeah, they barely get to go and see anyone. They barely get to relax. Yeah. Like the stress of constantly moving around. Like their sleep pattern must yeah. be screwed Less because they're constantly around. changing time zones. Like everything. Those mechanics have to worry so much more about like back to back races yeah. and having to get the um, cars all sorted. Yeah. Like imagine if you have a massive sh- shunt and then you have a race in like a few days. Mm. Like you if have you're a Williams mechanic one. and they said thirty races. You'd quit. You'd just yeah. say, I can't <laughs> afford it and walk away. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if you could... <laughs> like, they could afford the fuel for 30 races. Like, mm. you could barely afford it now for one. Yeah, that's the thing. It would, could bring in more sponsorship, but you would need that sponsorship just yeah. to be exactly. able to run the cars for that. The drivers long. would want more money. Yeah. The teams would want a bigger cost cap. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because there's more more races to run. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things, like a lot of things these days, where, you know, don't fix something that doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah. Like, it's, it works. Broke, everyone enjoys it. it. <laughs> exactly. Um. And let's the see other how thing, 22 goes. Yeah, let's see yeah, how this Let's see goes, how this year goes. And if they're not complete zombies by the end of it, then maybe. Yeah. I, but think I think it should be happy. up to the drivers. Don't change it, seriously. Mm. Just leave it as is. Yeah. Um, and the other thing they want to bring in, which we got a little taste of last year, was the sprint races. Oh, yeah. I quite liked it. I thought it was yeah. a beautiful little addition to the race weekend um, that added a bit more drama. I yeah, I enjoy them, but most people don't like them. Or at least a few of the drivers don't like them. I, I kind of got the idea that when the idea was brought up that people didn't like them, but once we actually saw it, people's minds yeah. sort of started to change. Yeah, I, I think thought that was cool. I think it's just the top tier, like not top tier, but like the drivers at the front of the grid are the ones that like it the least. Like yeah. I said, AKA Hamilton. Because they're more at risk of dropping a spot. Yeah, yeah, but then also I'm like, okay, but if you're at the front of the grid, you should be easily able to Keep make it. your way through. Because you only have to get past, what, eight cars? Because mm. like, in F2, they do the top eight. They flip around yeah. um, for the reverse grid if they end up doing that. But, like, you should be able to yeah. do that. But, like, oh, wait, no, they're not doing reverse grid. No, they don't do I'm thinking <laughs> about sprint races. That'd be sick, though, if they got brought in reverse grid. Reverse grid would be spicy. I feel yeah. like that'd be but even more crazy, yeah. Than yeah, like, like, if you are that good, you should be able to get through this first race to get you this position and then get through the second. Yeah. Like, not just being the quickest on the track when no one else is around. Yeah. yeah. I just think it adds a cool element. Like, you yeah. know, just don't have to do it every weekend, but... It spices it up, something different. Yeah. You know, it makes you want to watch more of the weekend. I think a lot of people don't like watching practice. Yep. So yeah. for those people, it's great to watch another little mini race. Yeah. For yeah. me, ultimately, it's one, it's more racing, which is great. Yeah. Two, it's a shorter race. So it's less on strategy and more on just straight out speed. Mm. I mean, there's no pit stops. It's like one set of tires, just lights yeah. out and just go, go, go like till the end. Just let them yeah. run. Yeah. I think it's great. I, yeah. I, think it, I definitely think it's a good idea because then those drivers that are constantly just relying on their pure speed and not skill... Hamilton, um, they have to <laughs> battle it out more. Yeah. Tears yeah. is like probably death staring in the back of my head right now. <laughs> well, uh, look, we'll see what uh, the boss man, Stefano Domenicali, 
does, but um, yeah, Wait, I think who? we got three. Is that the new F- F1 boss? He's been in for a couple of years, hasn't yeah, he? He's the CEO or something. Isn't oh, he's the yeah. CEO so of Formula One. He I makes all the big the decisions. Hierarchy and management. The boss man. Yeah. 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 And funnily enough, he's um he used to be at Ferrari. He did. And he very apparently won ago, um yeah. the 2008 World Championship with them. Wasn't the yeah, last constructors, yeah. Wasn't yeah. the last few heads of F1 also Ferrari? They could have been. Sounds teams? a bit um bit of a you know bias there. Yeah, a lot if of you them keep tend getting to be Ferrari, Ferrari or Italian like Ferrari bosses in. Yeah. yeah. Look, when you're when you're the oldest team, there's a lot of people that travel through the team. Yeah, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're enough, going to leave it at that because enough. there's a lot more to unpack in that that <laughs> yeah. you don't want to unpack, <laughs> including the fact that Ferrari, you know, when they had, they got busted for something in their engine, I think 2020. Yeah, that was a very, very, very big rug that that all got that swept under. That was a big sweep under the rug moment. They yeah. came out and they're like, no, nah, we solved it, but we don't want to tell any of the public why, what happened and why we solved it. You right. Know, it was yeah. just like. But look, you saw the results in the years after that, up until this year when there was the big change. But they were like doing awfully. 2020 was terrible. 2021 was disgusting. Yeah. Domenicali probably said, look, we've got to give a buffer of two years to make the public think that this is not an inside job. And then <laughs> in, <laughs> in 2022, when the we bring in the new cars, <laughs> we'll let you guys come back with a vengeance and then you can win the next 10 years. F1 Mafia over here. Watch Ferrari oh win the next 10 years. All right, we'll see. I'll we'll be have a, a very, conversation very then. happy man. Yeah. Oh my god, that puts the Haster plan to shame. It does, mm. yeah, I know. Ferrari engines. True, true. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but um, look, we got to move on to our deep dive of this week. Oh yeah. Uh, which is sponsors. I think it's one that I've been following for a while because mm-hmm. I find it quite interesting. Um, it sort of ties into just the money and controversy that F1 comes along with. Yeah. Because F1 um, is all about money. It is. At the end of the day, everything. Everything's about is money. All about yeah. money. Absolutely. But um, look, it's been you know quite a crazy history just <laughs> like it was last week with the yep. tires and we we're talking about that so i'm going to put my history teacher hat back on oh <laughs> um, back history, le- history lessons lesson. with dan this yeah. is becoming yeah. like a it's tradition and a i actually don't hate tradition. it go on let's go so tobacco companies i think yep. that was the biggest thing um in 1968 mm-hmm. that's when they first introduced commercial advertising on the cars mm-hmm. apparently the cars used to Go by their national colour. Yeah. Yeah. They did, yeah. And there's no sponsors. British was green. Italy was red. Um, That's the only two I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fair. It was 1968. I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. A bit Um, before my time. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, the most famous one, um, Mm. I think, is Marlboro, who dedicated a lot of their success, their actual business success in selling cigarettes to their F1 sponsorship with Ferrari. Um, and that they was iconic. Like you yeah. knew it was Ferrari from the Marlboro like sponsor. Yeah. And then even when they brought out the Win Now one, it looked a little too close to Mission Winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's why they've you, you know in Win Now. I don't. Why know. did you call it Mission Winner? It was Mission Winner. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's sort of changed. Why is it Mission Winner? Shouldn't it be? Mission so this is Win a part now? of my history lesson. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry. So Sorry, I'll stop teaching. In two thousand and three, there was a recommendation that they get rid of tobacco sponsorships. Yep. Um, yep. And it wasn't until 2006 that they actually had to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, so all tobacco sponsorships were found, but loopholes started to come up. Right. And this is where F1, you know, F1 are great at doing this, is coming up with massive loopholes. So they started removing bits off the logos, um, even like Lucky Strike, the other tobacco company. Mm-hmm. They just removed the words Lucky Strike and just kept the big red circle yep. on the car. Um, and uh, Marlboro 
came up with this fake company basically called Mission Winnow. Right. Okay. It's, it's a different company with mm. that apparently sells products, I think. Well, like they have a if website. You, if you go on their website, it's very, very difficult to actually determine what it is they do. Yeah. It's um you don't know whether they provide a good or a service. Yeah, it's Everyone all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's just so sneaky yeah. with their little like plans that they're running behind the scenes. It's, it's a crazy. bunch of fancy words, Isn't but there's it like crazy yeah. though that they can get away with that. Um because mm. apparently this barcode, which I think looks sick. Remember the Ferrari livery with the barcode on it? How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> um but apparently the idea with that was that at a high speed when it was blurry it kind of looked like the Marlboro the logo. Yeah, yeah, um, the word Marlboro, yeah. So they continued to, you know, sponsor Ferrari up until I think last That's year crazy. when when yeah. they left. This is the first this year, the first year without them. People yeah. will crazy, do yeah. anything to like get around the rules if it benefits them. 100%. That's yeah. so good. I love that. But um look, there were a few other scandals which I'll quickly cover. There was a Williams case in the mid 70s. Um when Frank Williams was becoming really broke, he signed with a lot of Saudi sort of Arabian companies, including Targ, Saudi Airlines, and this one called Al Bilad Hotel chain, which was right. owned by Mohammed bin Laden, father of Osama bin Laden. What? Can you believe it? Oh, that's that's yeah, that's just a recipe for a scandal. Jeez. Yeah. So in 1980, when Alan Jones won the drivers' championship for Williams, yeah, mm. Bin Laden's family were partly responsible for their title win. Isn't that crazy? I don't know how I feel about that. Bin Laden and Williams—they're just they're mates. Aussie yeah, motorsport right. icon. Yeah, Alan Jones. <laughs> yeah, I know he was Aussie. Yeah, um, and then moving on to sort of more recent times. I think the best one, which a lot of people know about, uh, is Rich Energy. Oh. Of course, and yeah. Yeah, that's a well-known one um, in 2019. That was just chaotic. That yeah. entire ordeal. That was wild. Was yeah. just, it was just this random dude with the longest beard I've ever seen jumping out of a private helicopter and just basically trying to like pass all this money on to Haas. And like they came out of nowhere. No one had ever heard yeah. about them. They weren't like a reputable brand. He just wanted they to. They didn't put even have a product. They didn't like yeah. no. They didn't even have a single energy drink. Apparently, yet. they did, or like they didn't at the start when they first signed up. But then they did, and you could only buy it on Amazon. Like it wasn't in shops. Yeah, you, you couldn't, could, find, couldn't it find it anywhere. anywhere. You could only get it on Amazon. Yeah, right. In cases, which I found really weird. You couldn't pop down to your like local convenience store yeah, on the big night. Yeah, it wasn't there. And, like, like look you know for how it next to the Red Bulls. It no. just wasn't, yeah. there. wasn't there. You know how you got like your Red Bulls on there and you got your monsters and everything. Like there was mm. no rich energy. It just and, um, wasn't there. Yeah, and apparently when he got questioned why there was no product, he said, "Saying Rich has no product is like saying men never walked on the moon or Elvis is still alive." What? <laughs> what? <are laughs> just pulling shit out of his ass. Guy was to all smoke really crazy man. Because then there's also the scandal that came out with. Oh, I could talk about this like rich energy drama for days because there was also the scandal that came out that their logo was actually stolen. Yeah, yeah. They had to pay $30,000. Yeah, because yeah. like you could see it and he's always, no, it's not stolen. You compared both the logos. They're the exact same. Identical. They're the exact <laughs> same. Like, dude, you clearly stole it. It's not your idea. Yeah, they ripped it off a company called like White Bikes. Yeah, it was, bike, bike it was a bicycle yeah. brand. Um, But yeah, and then even I remember in practice, like the first year that they started, I think that they the Haas was behind Williams or was getting beaten by someone and he goes, I didn't pay this money to like be behind a Williams or to not beating Red Bull. Like we're mm. going to beat Red Bull. He was just so determined so to adamant, beat Red Bull yeah. and to be like the best energy drink. And it's like, mate, please wait your turn. You got no product and apparently yeah. had $770 in yeah, his bank account. But like, so in practice, in the actual practice at Barcelona, they were doing really well. 
Yeah. And he was like, you watch, we're going to dominate this year. And everyone was just like, mate, practice doesn't mean anything. Mm. Mm. Like, please calm down. And then, yeah, in the first race, he was like, oh, to be beaten by like a Williams or like to be like lower than this. Because only one of the drivers like finished lower. He was like, that's not it. Like, that's not on. We're not doing that. Yeah, it's right. Like, Shut and up. Smoke bombed straight out of there. Yeah. 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 yeah Got in his little private helicopter and his suit and his giant like beard and hopped off. Yeah. Another thing that Gunther had to deal with in his, oh, in poor in his years of... Poor bloke. He's had to deal with so many just He really like has, and that's probably why he's such a great people. man. Yeah. Um, but no wonder he was wanting to just chop anyone last year to get a point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's just ruthless now, all the stuff he's been through. Um, but look, we've got to wrap this up soon, but I think modern day, we're moving into an era now where cryptocurrency sponsorships are taking over. Yep. Yep. Um, we've seen Bybit, which was apparently the biggest um, cryptocurrency sponsorship in cryptocurrency history wow. um, with Red Bull. Yep. So, biggest crypto sponsorship in sport ever, um, which is massive. And most of the teams now have cryptocurrencies. Some form, yeah. And it's yeah. not just F1. It's just sports in general. They're yeah. everywhere. It's a new era. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know. Yeah, because back in the is. day, you used to have James Hunt on like his logo on his suit was saying, um, sex the breakfast champions. And now you see all the drivers having cryptocurrency on there. Like yeah. how the times have changed. <laughs> times have changed. And <laughs> to be fair, I don't think cryptocurrency is that bad. Like, mm. it, you know, there's a bit mm. of shady business going on, but it brings in the money. So... Um, that's yeah, what it's all about. That's it. Um, and last point, BWT, I found this sort of quite in- interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, water company. they're a water company. Yeah. yeah. Which, on the surface, what has water got to do with F1? Like, if I'm watching the race and I see a BWT pink car go by... Damn, I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> like, what What are you promoting? Like, what? where's this money oh. going? Is it, is it effective? I just don't get it. And they have a fetish for, you know, making the car pink. Yeah. Well, they've sponsored two different teams now. And that's yeah. what's so confusing is the yeah. cars, the pink car is iconic. Yeah. And the my brain keeps thinking it's... Because um, yeah. what did it used to be? It, it was, be f- Ast- it was before Force India. Force India. That's right. And they became Aston down the line. And Lance Stroll didn't want his car to be pink. Yeah. So he just sacked mm. them off. <laughs> right. And now they've changed. Well, yeah, he's done. Yeah. Hey, daddy's Alpine. money, so he yeah. doesn't need and to. And now their car is this ugly blue pink color, which mm. I think those two colors should never go together, in my opinion. But crazy. Yeah, it's, bit, yeah. Yeah. it's not the but best. Um, not the best color scheme, I'd say. No, definitely. They not. could definitely do better. Yeah, but they're doing all right, so I guess you got to give them that. Oh well. But um, look. Wrapping up the show, we just got some uh, fan questions. Thanks for sending in all your fan questions, guys. Thanks, we guys. We actually had some really good ones this week. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. They've been good. I um, enjoy them. They're actually pretty good. First one's from Shane A. Uh, who is your favourite team principal and why? I think that's a pretty Oh, Gunther. Well, we all love him. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say he's my favourite. You wouldn't? No. Um, I'm going to be completely unbiased and say it's Binotto. Um uh, he's been know. he's been involved with Ferrari since 1995, and he yep. started as an engineer. Um, he was with them throughout. I mean, the good times, the bad times. He was part of that dominant era with Schumacher. Yeah, and he was an he was an engine engineer, engine engineer. There you go. <laughs> um, and he's just like he's one of those guys that just he's worked his way up one team and like grinded, and and now he's the principal. So like utmost respect for him. I know a lot of other CEOs and principals have like chopped and changed different yeah. versions of motorsport. Yeah. He's a very loyal yeah. man. Loyal guy. Yeah. Loyal guy and it's... Uh, it's because he's Italian. Yeah. Just giving him his flowers while he's at the top, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fair. No, he's a nice man. That I being said, I do I like Gunther. I used to yeah. like Horner, but then lately he's just been annoying me. He's just such a... He was a he's, he's a, a cry baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's ridiculous. So now I'm like, I'm off him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like Toto. 
sometimes. Mm. He has his moments. No, I don't like Toto. You don't like Toto? I feel he's like he's got, yeah, too many fingers and too many different pies. Like he, yeah. he owns a bit of Aston Martin. He owned a bit of Williams. Yeah. He owns a share in Mercedes. Like how many teams do you want control over? He seems yeah. like he's sort of very in it for the money. That's yeah. sort of the vibe I get. He's yeah. also like worth like over $500 million. Really? He's the richest Yeah, he's team ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he could almost like start his own team from scratch. That's insane. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe that's his master will. plan. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsor it with like a pump and nickel company or something. Yeah. Once Mercedes, <laughs> um, you know, like lose 10 years in a row from <laughs> oh the yeah. season onwards, he might do that. No, just next year he'll just bring it in. Yeah. But um, Peter Vernicos is back. Big um, He had two <laughs> questions from last week and he's got another one this week. He says, how concerned should Aston Martin be after changing engines two races in the season already? Ooh, that's very, not good. Very, very concerned. Yeah, and yeah. it's that's not a good issue. engine either. No, it's really <laughs> not. So yeah. concerned that apparently um, Papa Stroll... I don't know if you guys heard this. Papa Stroll um, had a massive rage in the paddock. Did he? In the garage this weekend. Yeah. Wow. And apparently made the mood the next day at qualifying really bad because he just <sighs> went off at everyone being like, the car is shit. You know, to be fair, it is Yeah, like crap, you would it? be mad. You've invested all this money in a car for it to be doing so well and you've already changed two engines. Like how is that... Yeah. Look, even I, it, there there's, is something to say for being hard on your team, but mm. yeah. you also don't want to create you know, a bad atmosphere within the team. Yeah, that's fair. I do but feel like that car could be doing better than it is, and they have been unlucky with, obviously, Seb having COVID and mm. then Lance being in the other seat. Um, I guess it's hard, though, because if Lance isn't in the, stri- in the seat, Lawrence isn't supplying the money, yeah. where's the team end up? Exactly. But yeah. I think once Seb comes back in... Um, nothing against the Hulk. He's been great and he's been matching Lance, which says more about Lance anything, <laughs> does, than anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I think once Seb is back, um, they'll find their, their rhythm a bit better. And yeah, once they get this consistent, Can we acknowledge that down pat, Seb's right. haircut looks like a weird Justin Bieber hairstyle? Oh, he's shaggy. Like it's just, Scooby-Doo. It, yeah, it's it does, shaggy. It looks it shaggy, is. yeah. <laughs> shaggy. It looks the like he has another It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. He's getting old. <laughs> he's, got, he's got big dad hair now. Mm. You know? Getting old. He's only like... 40 or 38 something like that oh god there you go but um another question x lino x from instagram do you think alonso and ocon will escalate interpret that how you will Ooh, potentially it depends because you got to let them battle it out but yeah. i feel like they're both on this path where ocon wants to win because you know like he's still young in the sport he wants to make a name for himself and alonso wants to get redemption like he Absolutely. was winning in the past and like now yeah. he's not obviously he's gonna fight for that yeah. But my bet is that Alonso will be gone next year. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I think he's got another year in him. And I, yeah. I really know, do think they're a great pair. And I really I like them see as them. A pair, yeah. No, yeah. I think Piastri will come back in. I think they'll need Piastri in. I think yeah, Alonso I will be like, time's season. up and just head out. Yeah, Alonso, though, he's still showing big fight. Like, he's yeah. not. Absolutely. He's got another season in him, for sure. I saw this meme on Instagram where it was like, oh, the battle for P6. It was like, Alonso, um, Ocon, Alonso, Ocon, Alonso, Ocon, Bottas. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, like popped up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that that Alonso, Ocon battle will be friendly until one of them makes a mistake. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then from then it's going to be like, no Hell. Holds, no, no holds Yeah, no yeah. fighting, guys. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, big respect to Alpine just for letting them race. Yeah. Rather than go ahead. Rather than worrying. Be like, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But two quick ones to uh, wrap up the show. We got Ed Dono. Should Gunter have his own show? Oh, yeah. TV show, podcast, 
Absolutely. Can we just mic him up during the entire like weekend? That would yeah. be epic. I would listen to that constantly. It'd just be like a radio. They should honestly just make Drive to Survive season five. All about him. All of the all Gunter, Gunter show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Gunter show. But they remember. can't cut anything. They need to leave it all in. Yeah. Like yeah. just leave it all and I would watch it. That would be the only time I'd watch Drive to Survive. Yeah. I can't think of one reality TV star that is more interesting than Gunther. I agree. Mm. There's not one. There's not one. He's got no. substance. No, true. He does, he does. And he he's needs entertaining um, as, without trying to be. It's yeah. just, it's who he is. It's yeah. the best. It's everything he's been through. It's just oh, made him, him into this amazing man. Mm. This hilarious man. Um, but last question, uh, Luke Wetmore. Whose fashion in the paddock do you reckon Lewis hates the most? Max. He's obviously a very fashionable man and some others aren't. Oh. I'll, give, I'll give Max credit for his driving. But as soon as he steps out of the car, he's the most vanilla guy. Yeah, his yeah. fashion is like a 2010s, like, like yeah. 16 year old. I was about to say, it like looks board like he's still wearing tea. clothes from high school. Yeah. And he's just left him in his cupboard. Like the Alpha Tauri guys dress pretty well, but Alpha Tauri is a fashion brand. You'd yeah. expect that. Yeah, Guan Yu, I'm sorry, Joe yeah, Guan Yu's got good. like quite yeah. the good fashion sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure who would hate. I I've feel like it Max. would be Max. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of who else has horrible like fashion sense. Honestly, I think they're all pretty decent except Max. Yeah. He's yeah. the sort of bloke where if you saw him in a club and you didn't know who he was, you no one would look twice at him. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm already picturing this in my mind, yeah. just seeing him in a club. I and saw just that just looks like some other guy. I yeah. saw a photo of him and Kelly PK on the weekend, um, like of them away during like the break. Hmm. And she's there like looking stunning in all her like fashion Glamorous. brands and things yeah. like that. And he's just sitting, they were at the beach or something, and he's just sitting on a launch, uh, lounge chair with just like board shorts and this t-shirt on. But like the board shorts were like blue with like gold crowns or something on them or like these weird patterns and he was just in like a plain old shirt and I was like you don't look good at all you look like an average dude and he has so much money just pay someone to style you or buy you a new wardrobe but then again think of like Steve Jobs and all you know the infamous millionaires how they just have that awful fashion sense look at Adam Sandler like what is that style but he has so much money yeah it is pretty funny it's like daggy cool yeah Yeah. but like it's his now so maybe Max will make his like daggy fashion sense a bit cool it'll be like his trademark yeah he's already dressing like a dad but he's like 23 no but technically he's a dad now (laughs) yeah (laughs) to his kid (laughs) to Kibiat's kid (laughs)